Thank you, Nicholas. Thank you, Capsuling. Good morning, everyone. My name is Han Deng. I'm a senior associate with the global law firm Reed Smith in New York. Uh, very delighted to moderate this uh, exciting panel today with uh, six distinguished panelists. Uh, to my left is Mr. Chen Tao, Vice Chairman of Avic Ding Hong and Vice President of Avic Ship. To his left is Mr. Carlos Pana, Commercial Director of Sea Transport Maritime SAM. To his left is uh, Mr. Liu Minjie, Deputy uh, General Manager of Finance of China Merchants Industry Holding. And uh, to his left is Mr. Li Jia Chu, Marketing Director of uh, CSIC Leasing Company Limited. And to his left is Mr. George Kaklamanos, SMP Managing Director of TMS Group of Companies. And uh, to my far left is Mr. Xu Gang, General Manager of Sumac Marine Company Limited. So first of all, I would like to uh, uh, just go right down the line and uh, let everyone introduce about their business and what they do. Uh, Chen Zhong. Okay, good morning, everybody. Uh, let me make a brief introduction about Avic Ship and Avic Dinghen Shipyard. Avic Dinghen Shipyard is mainly focused on uh, small and medium-sized coated and uh, stainless steel chemical tankers. And uh, the shipyard also uh, involved in producing of medium and small-sized uh, gas carrier, all-purpose gas carriers, like uh, LNG, LEG, and LPG gas carriers. And also, we've produced some asphalt tankers. And uh, Avic Dinghen belongs to Avic Ship. Avic Ship is a whole value chain state-owned shipping com ship company. Uh, we have our own shipyard, our design office, and uh, our overseas sales office, and also financial platform in Hong Kong and Singapore. Thank you. Carlos. Uh, good morning, everybody. My name is Carlos Peña. I, I work in a company called Sea Transfer Maritime, CTM. We manage a group of 150 bulkers between supras up to cape size, uh, holding from eight to set on the shipping size. We do technical operations, commercial, and financing. Everything is centralized in our office in Europe, in Monaco, uh, taking care of uh, whatever different owners need, including ourselves as an owner. Uh, we manage mainly three big uh, groups, Good Bulk, which is specialized on, on caves, and we run probably the two largest pools on Supramaxes and caves. In total, we have, I think, 180 ships uh, trading worldwide. Uh,大家上好。那个招商工业呢，是呃招商局集团在制造业板块的这个旗舰企业。我们公司呢，位于这个香港，在新加坡、荷兰、呃、意大利等地呢，设有这个驻外机构。在呃国内的这个长江经济带、呃粤港澳大湾区，还有西南等地区呢，呃，设有这个九个制造基地。那么目前
。另外呢，我们那个在科技创新平台这块呢，这个这两年投入比较大，比如说这个成立了这个优润研究院、海工研发中心等。那么在国内，在意大利、在芬兰等地呢，总共组建了大概有一千五百多名的这个专业人员。那么在船舶的这个方面呢，我们主营就是半潜式的，呃，钻井平台、自身平台，还有那个矿砂船、风电船、呃，重吊船这些方面。啊，谢谢。Uh, morning, everyone.、Uh, my name is Jiatu. I work in the CSIC、uh, leasing.、Uh, I mean, my company only、uh, registered in、uh, 2016 and、uh, getting involved in the market in 2017. And uh, actually, uh, uh, this company actually was set up by the、uh, CSIC group and got the whole support from the group. And、uh, this is a financial platform of this group,、uh, providing all these financial solutions and uh, and uh, support uh, to the clients who are willing to order the ships in our own shipyards. And actually,、uh, we can we can do、uh, we can finance all these uh, uh, vessels uh, through uh, either the financial leasing structure or operating leasing structure. And this、uh, the portfolio can be uh, so uh, diversified,、um, and、uh, we also now try to uh, uh, seeking something、uh, more than that. And uh, we've been uh, uh, involved in some discussion to say, you know, if there's any、uh, possibility, our company can be uh, uh, can be someone who provide with、uh, with a time with a time charter and to be a to be a tonnage provider as well. But this is something you know we're still uh, in discussion. Thank you. Thank you. Good morning, everybody.、Um, ni hao. My name is George Kaklamanos, and I represent、uh, TMS uh, Group, uh, Dry Bulk SA,、uh, one of the largest、uh, shipbuilding and ship, sorry, shipowning companies in Athens, Greece.、Uh, over 120 ships uh, presently. Uh, I have been involved in the commercial sector of the business. China is my home base. I have done 70 new building contracts for my company and taken deliveries of 70 ships in China. We have enjoyed difficult times and, of course,、uh, the best times ever in 2006 and 7. And we are here to、uh, say hello to our friends and expand our business. Hopefully,、uh, during the second half of this year. Thank you. Good morning, everyone. I'm Shugang, representing Sumac Marine. A member of、uh, Sanomac, that is a、uh, state-owned company owned by the central government.、Uh, we, actually, we had a shipbuilding business for the foreign ship owner over 30 years. So, in the past、uh, years, we delivered a lot of ships together with the local shipyard, particularly the shipyard in Jiangsu Province.、Uh, for example, Yangzhejiang Shipyard and Jinglin Shipyard. Last year, we took over Daiyang Shipyard. And rename it as a new Dayang Shipyard. Now we are building Bakarius Crown 63 and Crown 82.、Uh, this shipyard has delivered Crown 63 about、uh, 36 ships, and、uh, now we are building gas carriers, including LPG, LPG, LEG, and LNG, up to 36 cubic meters. And、uh, another product of this shipyard is、uh, offshore vessels, but uh, unfortunately uh, the offshore market is、uh, very bad. But、uh, we are ready、uh, to wait when the offshore market is、uh, come back again. And、uh, at this moment, actually, we are ready to take 
any kinds of ships except for the uh, cruise. And of course, we will improve our design to accommodate the changes, new locations uh, to, you know, to, to follow the market. Thank you. Thank you, everyone. Uh, so the IMO 2020 new regulations are just a few months away and it's a game changer for our industry, including the low software regulations coming on board um, and the longer path to decarbonization. So let's see how uh, global ship owners and Chinese shipyards are preparing and responding to this, to this challenge. So first of all, I want to ask some questions to the owners. Uh, George, so I understand TMS has announced a program to fit the majority of your fleet with scrubbers. And uh, I understand a good portion of, your, uh, of this work will be performed with Chinese shipyards. Uh, can you share your thoughts on this? Yes, uh, thanks for asking that question. Um, that was a very critical moment of time when uh, our leader uh, decided to go ahead and place uh, scrubber orders for all of the ships that we presently own and operate. Uh, we are building ships for the future and we are building ships uh, to have the latest technology uh, meeting the new IMO requirements. So we are very cautious and very careful how we're doing our business on this sector. Um, this decision, of course, is very costly, as you can appreciate. The cost for a VLCC scrubber is close to $5 million. And um, having VLCCs in our tonnage, as well as uh, very large Newcastle Max vessels, um, uh, we had to think twice before we um, proceeded and, and do that. But I can say, um, sincerely that that was the best decision we ever made uh, and I believe we will be rewarded in the future because we're going to meet not only the IMO requirements but we also meet the challenging charters who are basically dictate the market and uh, our ability to make an extra dollar uh, on the freight it will uh, pay back for the um, investment we did on the scrubber. Thank you. Uh, are you using any Chinese built scrubbers? Uh, we have a choice. Uh, right now we have 120 ships to, to, to fit. Uh, so basically we started with certain uh, Korean uh, manufacturing uh, scrubbers because they gave us a very good uh, uh, offer. But we do, um, we do considering Chinese uh, scrubber fitted companies and we are presently negotiating with few of them to uh, exercise the option for um, uh, dry cargo vessels. Okay, thank you. Uh, Carlos. So you are on the other side. CTM is not opting for scrubbers, so obviously you, uh, you expect sufficient quantities of uh, low sulfur fuel oil uh, to be available in the market. So any visibility to the, the pricing and uh, availability? It, uh, let, let's say that CTM as a manager, we are most, most of our ships will not be scrubbers. Our own ships are not scrubbers, but we are managing a few ships that are going to install scrubbers. Uh, having said that, answering your question, I think yes, the, the availability of fuel will be there. I think for the oil majors, if there is a, a dollar to be made on, on the bankers, they will supply the product. 
of course, it will be a very challenging moment at the, uh, at the end of 2019, early 2020, where we will have to see if uh, in the major ports we will find the product. Probably in the, the larger port like Singapore or Rotterdam, we will find it. The, the major risk is for the smaller ships where we are calling ports in Africa or, or, or small ports in different regions where the, the product will not be there the 1st of, uh, of January. Having said that, as, a, as an owner, as a manager, we have to hopefully schedule properly our banking uh, program and uh, at the same time reduce the speed of the ships and trying to minimize the consumption because it seems the price will be higher than than the today's banker, let's say. Uh, but I think the ma market naturally will adjust alone. Uh, some of that cost will be also passed through the chain to the to the end user, and uh, we hope all not all not that bargain stay on, on on owners. So you mentioned that your own vessels do not use uh, scrubbers, and well, what's the reason for that? Uh, First of all, it's not that the scrubbers you cannot install it on 2020. As, as of today, we are we are not not considering the the, the situation because uh, we don't have enough visibility to see if the spread on, on the banker price will be there next year. It is an uh, as George as George was saying on, on on the bigger ships probably it is making more sense that uh, on the smaller size. Uh, it all depends if it is. Two, three hundred dollars the spread as of today is not even a hundred bucks. So we, we will have to see. For the, for the moment, the risk associated the investment, uh, we, we prefer to wait. I see. Uh, so, um, what would be the incentive for uh, international ship owners to choose Chinese shipyards uh, for their needs? Well, I, I, I think the Chinese uh, shipyards are. Uh, growing and improving significantly over the years. If we, if we go back 15 years ago, the quality of the ships was not even close to the quality that you have today. That proves that you have learned very well how to build ships here. Uh, at the same time, if you are dry docking your ships, the, the availability of yards here is significantly, and, and they do a very good job and a very fast job. Uh, and don't forget that geographically, China is very well located. Most of the ships are ending here. So uh, there is a saving on times or that for us owners is money. So we are very happy to discharge a ship in, in the Yangtze River and, and, and place the ship for, for repairs here. So I think that, that there is a lot of potential and this is the place for the yards in, in, this, in this moment. Well, that's good to know. Uh, George, what's your view? Yes, uh, I just want to add uh, on what uh, Carlos just said. Um, basically, I will say that if the Chinese financing leasing companies become aggressive enough and provide financing to the owners for installing Chinese scrubbers in Chinese shipyards, I think it's going to be a wave of orders and it's going to be a wave of clients waiting uh, on each yard to go ahead and do this because 
a lot of the ship owners in Greece, they do believe that the future will rely on scrubbers. Um, okay, the fuel is going to be there. Maybe it's uh, $100 less, $100 more. is not going to make any difference. The difference will be um, feeding the ships with scrubbers, and especially large ships, because that's where all the uh, operating income will come at the end. Thank you. 呃，我接下来呢要和造船厂几位嘉宾呃讨论一下。嗯，陈总，呃，我想问您一下，呃 ，IMO Twenty Twenty 对于您们商业模式会有什么影响和改变呢？呃、uh, ，Well, I believe, uh, you know, the new regulation will be a good opportunity. Although there are some challenges, but still, I think opportunities more than the challenges to our business. Uh, you know. We've co-focused on uh, coated and uh, coated chemical tankers, and unfortunately, you know, most of our uh, ship owners are from uh, European Scandinavia countries, and those ship owners are very innovative to uh, try to utilize all kind of high-tech technology in their new buildings uh, to reduce emission, enhance efficiency, and uh, save energy. For example. Uh, in year 2015, we've delivered the world's first uh, two-stroke dual-fuel uh, LNG uh, tankers. And uh, since then, we've delivered uh, 11 dual-fuel LNG tankers, and uh, we still have three more under construction. And also, last year, we delivered uh, the first LBG dual-fuel tankers to customers. And also, we've delivered several uh, tankers uh, using uh, floating frequency, floating voltage technology to uh, save energy and opti optimal, uh, optimize efficiency. And also we've delivered several uh, vessels uh, with low pressure and high pressure SCR systems. So this kind of experience did give us a lot of opportunity to getting more orders due to this change of the regulation. So I think it's good and it's uh, optimistic for us to, for our business model, I think. Okay. Uh, uh, Liu Zhong, then? The main impact is mainly in our Yulian plant. 呃，今年那个去年到今年呢，我们总共大概接了一百三十艘的这个这个 scrubber 这个 installation 的这个订单。那么，应该说很多的这个客户啊，这个都已经陆续制定了这个安装这个脱硫装置的这么一个计划。那么具体对我们的影响呢，可能就是第一，就是一九年我们的订单呢基本已经饱和了。那么所以呢，会取代很多这个一些 dry docking 的业务。那么另外呢，就是在明年呢。可能会挤占一些常规的一些这个 voyage repair 的一些工程，所以呃，到二零二零年之前，我们可能这个会面临就是说，呃，在修船业务这块，这个这个就是脱硫装置的这个计划就比较饱和了。谢谢。徐总，您给我们介绍一下。Yes, actually, uh, our new Dian shipyard is a new building shipyard. Even even now, we are asked for the rich richer fuel for the.、Uh, Scrubbers for the trading ships. Uh, my my comment is this is、uh, more than a technical issue. Such a change brings us significant effect to the daily operation of the ships 
in both technical and uh, P&L, uh, and profit and uh, loss. Uh, I, I, I think for the for for Shepard, we have to follow the market. We are actually we are ready to uh, to have the solutions to uh, fit the scrubbers or the scrub ready as an option to our bacterias. But uh, it's uh, really uh, brought us uh, brought us. Uh, um, Big change to our uh, to the to the operation of the ships. Uh, what we saw is a lot of uh, ship owner is not clear about which direction to go. Uh, I, as a shipyard, we fully understand their position, and uh, we think uh, next time when it come out some new regulations, we have to consider not only the technical, the scrubber installation or not installation. Because the shipping industry is a teamwork. There's too many elements can affect such an industry. I fully agree what uh, uh, Martin remarks in this morning. For example, now the fuel oils cost uh, much more than the cost of the ship. Thank you. 我非常同意您说的这是一个teamwork 你们现在的业务领域主要集中在哪个方面？然后是新造船和呃改装船都有吗？呃，no，New for the uh, repair or conversion of the ship. But uh, we were really asked by our clients. They have our uh, Crown 63 in their fleet. They asked for us for some technical solution for retrofuel the scrubber. So scrubber, Yes, at the moment in our all the book, we have uh, very few number of the ships uh, fitted with scrubber because uh, uh, in our production range, only a small dry, bark, dry cargo ships. It's uh, actually uh, the not really uh, and not uh, clear for the ship owner to have a very good return from the scrubber. So not too many for us. 那我问一下陈总，那您们的主要是集中在新造船还是改装船？然后新造船订单是不是包括Scrubbers？呃，our shipyard only focus on new building, so we don't have any scrubber installation or retrofitting projects. And right now our customers they 
like I mentioned, they, they do order some uh, new buildings, but uh, they, for chemical tanker owners, they try to, uh, you know, uh, have like a, you know, FG. Uh, SS system, uh, fuel gas supply systems, and also SCR, and also uh, you know some uh, high demand for the EEDI uh, you know, indi indicating requirement, but uh, not for installation any scrubbers for chemical tankers. So uh, personally, I believe you know uh, the scrubbers is a kind of transitional product. Uh, you know, uh, at this moment, for long term, uh, I believe dual fuel and low sulfur oil will be the major choice for for owners. I see. Yeah. Uh, kind of uh, technical figure. Uh, you know, uh, you know, it to to uh, to uh, you know make the ship uh, you know optimize its efficiency, power. You know, to reduce uh, uh, you know uh, carbon dioxide and uh, enhance efficiency, you know, something like that. Understand. 这边呢是我们这个有几十年的一个经营历史了，就是一直是在呃改造这一块。那么但是呢，这个这两年呢，反正就是这个脱硫装置的这个安装工程的需求呢还是比较旺的，所以说基本上都已经满了。那么除除此
Um, so uh, with the financial support, and um, we maybe can can trigger this off, and uh, maybe you know we can make it more more charming. Let's say. Uh, not in finance stage yet, uh, but I, I, I do believe that uh, there are some orders that uh, at least uh, you know in discussion with uh, with the shipyard. Uh, but again, I mean, also I I, I just want to you know back to the uh, to the topic uh, you know what discussed with uh, with George. Uh, I think you know this uh, for all this equipment uh, finance. Uh, since the uh, once the for example take the square brass as example, uh, once the square brass uh, installed on board, it, it turned to be a part of uh, of the vessel. So the ownership of uh, of this equipment actually is uh, is hard to define. Uh, so uh, in this case, you know, uh, financial leasing actually is not like a necessary choice uh, to uh, to finance for the equipment. Uh, I think maybe you know this uh, loan or some uh, uh, you know this traditional facility maybe is more suitable in this case. Okay, thank you. Moving on, um, George. I would like to say something uh, oh, okay. on, on yeah, what uh, did Mr. Lu said. Um, I want to refer back to the scrubber issue, and uh, he did mention that um, it might be a good way or a bad way for an owner to decide. What I can say for certain is that um, you increase the value of your asset. You, by installing scrubbers, the value of the ship is going to be increased. So if you go to a bank and you ask for uh, financing of a new building, uh, the bank will take the fair market value or at the market at the uh, adjustable um, uh, UK brokers uh, and they will determine the amount of financing that they will give you. And on top of that, if you do install scrubbers uh, on the vessel, you will have a much higher value uh, as an asset play versus a ship that is not uh, fitted with scrubbers? Uh, yeah, I mean, may I just say a word? I mean, I, I totally agree. I mean, uh, I, I just want to, uh, uh, you know, uh, uh, clarify myself, because uh, maybe, you know, uh, actually there are two, uh, maybe two uh, different uh, situations. One is, you know, where you, you install the uh, scrubber uh, during the construction of the new building, and uh, another is like the retrofitted. I mean, uh, you, you install it after the delivery. So, uh, I mean, this actually come to a problem. So, uh, the ownership of the vessel. So, I definitely agree that uh, you know, uh, install of the scrubber. Maybe you know, you can uh, just try. Uh, sorry, you can you can enhance the value of the asset. Uh, but uh, I mean, uh, if you uh, finance the the, uh, the equipment uh, which is installed on board, uh, and the vessel actually is uh, you know the ownership of the vessel actually belong uh, belong to somebody else, and uh, this actually maybe. Uh, may be a problem when you uh, when you try to define define the ownership of of this of this uh, of, of this asset. Okay, thank you, yeah. uh, George. I have a question. So, so when you go get financing, for example, from a bank, so you grant a mortgage on a vessel. So, will the mortgage include uh, an installed scrubber? Have that been discussed? Uh, <clears throat> their banks are are protecting their interest. Obviously, uh, the banks they want to uh, loan money to an owner who has a good track record in paying their investments, and they're very careful uh, about the amount of money they're lending. Uh, unless you are dealing with a Chinese leasing company, who, who in our books are probably the number one 
uh, nobody can compete against them. Uh, we just recently did some new building uh, LNGs and we had a very um, uh, great experience uh, dealing with the leasing company. So basically, um, you have to look into this issue uh, in terms of what will be uh, the asset value of your um, ship. You have to amortize the vessel uh, for a period of 15 years, maybe 20. And when you reach that stage, then a crucial decision has to be made as to do I really want to put a scrubber on the ship, adding the value of my order for another two, three, four million dollars, depending on the size of the ship, or do I, you know, wait and take an option to have a scrubber ready vessel, which does not really cost that much, and you decide later on. Uh, but because um, our owner uh, is a very prudent person and he has always have uh, a very, I would say, uh, futuristic uh, mind. Um, the decision to make scrubbers uh, fitted on all of our ships was uh, a final one, and I think it will pay off at the end of the day. Okay, thank you. Uh, so moving on to the next topic, since uh, we are running a little uh, uh, short on time. So George, um, what effect will IMO 2020 have on consolidation of yards and also of uh, owners, in your view? Uh, that's a very good question. Uh, in my book, uh, I've been in China since 2003 when I placed the first new building contract uh, for our company, uh, an Aframax tanker at the time uh, for $34 million. Uh, today, uh, I will say that um, Chinese shipyards uh, are consolidating heavily, and uh, I will say the reasons being they have to be competitive. Um, they have to face competition from Koreans and Japanese uh, shipyards, as well as uh, Vietnam, but it's not so uh, important there. So uh, the Chinese, they have come a long way from 2003 to the present. The condition and the, the ideas of how they are going to build a vessel has changed dramatically. They are doing a very good due diligence on building the ship. We're very happy to place new building contracts in China. The value of the ships, unfortunately, sometimes is a little bit less than building a ship in Japan or in Korea. But I think by 2022, this line of difference, it will be probably non-existence anymore. I think the Chinese are going to take care of the market and all the needs of owners. Thank you. Uh, Carlos, can new technologies introduced by shipyards uh, on their new designs reduce the OPEX for owners? Uh, yes, yes. Just one comment on, on the consolidation on the scrubber ships that you, you asked, George. I, I think that is very important for owners because uh, if you don't have the consolidation, the market will not pay you the full premium. On, uh, you see it on the charter side, they want to take advantage of that as well, and they want to take part of that profit. So if all the owners by themselves are competing against themselves, you will not recover your investment as quick as you expect. Uh, coming back to the question, I, I, I do think that the improvements are important. Um, how, the, the, how the design is done is, is, is a must. Uh, new technologies are coming, automatization of the ships probably is on the way. 
as owners, we we have two two hats. No, one is optimize our cost and maximize our earnings. So all this new wave of technology, uh, improving the quality of the ships, uh, reducing the, the time lost and the, the inefficiencies of, the, of human beings, for example, are a factor. And um, with the pass of the years, slowly, slowly, we are improving. I, I think what is important is on for the yards is what with the new technologies that are included on the new ships is not to forget to keep spare parts for the ships because we as an owner, when you go and invest on a ship, you want to have the, the availability to, to repair later. So if you did a design in 2015, you buy a ship for 20 years. So hopefully you can keep maintaining and repairing the ship and not because in 2020 you, you, you have a new product to, to sell to the market, the availability of spare parts on repair is not so easy. So it's good technology, we want to reduce the OPEX, but don't forget also what is in the past. Thank you. Um, oh, 问一下徐总, um, 您觉得从就是来自国际的造船行业有什么, um, yes, actually, real challenge. You know, the unchanged things in the world is changing. We welcome the change, but this time there's uh, too many uncertainty. Uh, as a shipyard, we will keep improving our design uh, to reduce the software, and uh, we actually will invest for the study of the uh, solution, even for the uh, reduce the uh, carbon for the uh, you know agreement uh, Paris. Paris Agreement for the Environment. I think this is uh, our responsibility to protect our environment. Thank you. Uh, Chen Zhong, I want to ask you, what is the solution for the LNG is the for the time being, I do believe that do you feel LNG, LNG fuel is a good solution to reduce CO2 emission. Um, but I don't know uh, in future it will be the uh, final uh, solution for CO2 emission reduce, reducing because, you know, uh, theoretically, uh, we know that, uh, you know, using LNG fuel will reduce about 10 to 20% uh, CO2 emission. But uh, don't forget, it's under the condition of 85% MCR. So running a ship is not always on that condition. So uh, it means that uh, the uh, reducing of the CO2 is still a kind of limit. limit. So uh, maybe, uh, you know, after five or 10 years, by using new technology, we can economic, economically produce uh, more new fuel like, uh, you know, hydrogen, like uh, some carbon neutral fuel, that, may, that will be uh, finally solve this uh, problem. Uh, so uh, basically, I think right now, you know, uh, you know, do you feel LNG, do you feel, you know, system is a kind of solution? Yes. Okay, thank you. So that's all the time we have. Uh, Thanks very much to all our panelists, and thank you, uh, everyone, for your attention today. Thank you.